All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. It's nearly the weekend. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your Friday. In the top news, India's retail inflation rose for the fourth straight month in July as costs of some food articles and transportation remained high. Consumer price index inflation stood at 6.93% during the month, compared with a revised estimate of 6.23% in June 2020, according to data released yesterday. A Bloomberg poll of 35 economists had estimated inflation at 6.27% for July. At over 6%, inflation has now remained above the Monetary Policy Committee's tolerance band of 4 plus or minus 2% for the fourth straight month since April, creating a stagflation-like scenario where inflation is high despite a collapse in growth. What's more troubling in this scenario is that core inflation, which is everything apart from food and energy, increased to a 21-month high of 5.87%. Remember, there's still trouble in terms of data collection, so we'll have to take these numbers with a pinch of salt. The Ministry of Communications will restart pending discussions on approvals for 5G trials by private companies including Bharti Airtel, Reliance Geo Infocom and Vodafone Idea that were delayed by the nationwide lockdown. But China's Huawei Technologies and ZTE Corporation are set to be kept out of India's plans to roll out its 5G networks. This is just the latest in several measures that have been taken after tensions flared earlier this year on the border with China. India will apply investment rules amended on the 23rd of July this year that cite national security concerns to restrict bidders from nations it shares land borders with to keep out the two companies. In other news, Amazon has started selling medicines online in India. The move is set to pit Amazon.com Incorporated's newest offering, Amazon Pharmacy, against the likes of FarmEasy, MedLife and NetMeds, which are dedicated e-commerce platforms that are fighting for a slice of the market which, according to Frost & Sullivan, is expected to touch $3.7 billion by 2022. Now, data released by the Reserve Bank of India has shown that monthly credit and debit card transactions, which fell sharply in April amid the COVID-19 outbreak, began a slow rebound in May and June. Data for card transactions is released with a lag, remember. For more details of how that played out, do check out the story on the website bloombergquint.com. In other regulatory news, the RBI has directed core investment companies or CICs to restrict the number of layers in their group structure to just two as it seeks to clean up the structure of complex financial groups. Existing firms have been given till the end of March 2023 to comply with the simplified structure. In major international news, Israel and the United Arab Emirates have reached an agreement to work toward fully normalized relations. The move means that the UAE would join Egypt and Jordan as the only Arab countries with normal ties with Israel 
signaling that the nations will send ambassadors and open more direct commercial relations. According to a joint statement yesterday, the UAE and Israel will begin a range of talks in the coming weeks, while Israel also agreed to suspend efforts to annex parts of the West Bank. In international markets, US stocks ended mixed on Thursday with the S&P 500 and Dow ending with cuts of 0.2 and 0.3% respectively. The Nasdaq gained 0.3%. And it's a mixed start to trade at the end of the week in the Asia-Pacific region. One early riser is flat, another is positive and the third is sharply negative. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking at the end of the week? Good morning to you, Alex. And we are back with the final trading day of the week. And it has been one of consolidation for India's benchmark indices. Broader markets, however, have continued to outperform. Investors today might take heart from the commentary of the two auto companies that reported numbers late on Thursday. First, Hero Motor Corp says that sales in the month of July were more than 95% of their pre-COVID sales and that they are expecting the green shoots to sustain and get stronger towards the festive season. A similar sentiment was echoed by the management of Aisha Motors, who said that bookings are back to pre-pandemic levels. Royal Enfield CEO Vinod Dasari said that they are getting good demand response from Tier 2 and Tier 3 cities and that supply has become a huge challenge with over 40,000 pending bookings. The bottom line performance of both these companies missed Bloomberg consensus estimates for the June quarter. On to BPCL now, where the profit for the June quarter was boosted by inventory gains of over 550 crore rupees. Gross refining margins managed to stay in the positive, making Indian oil the only OMC to report negative gross refining margins this quarter. Tata Steel's net loss was wider than consensus estimates due to lower domestic realizations and compression of European spreads. The company's adjusted EBITDA was the lowest in 18 quarters. The standalone business, however, reported a net profit, contrary to Bloomberg consensus estimates of a net loss. Speaking of nifty earnings, Hindalco and NTPC will be among the final few companies from the benchmark index that will be reporting their June quarter numbers today. On to some non-index names now, Sriram Transport Finance's net profit was impacted owing to higher provisions and impairment of assets. Asset quality has seen a deterioration year-on-year as well as on a sequential basis. Balkrishna Industries says that it is confident of its FY21 volumes being at similar levels of FY20 despite lower production and sales in the month of April. Results were marginally below estimates while lower raw material costs aided margin expansion. Some companies that will react to their earnings reported late on Thursday include Prestige Estates, Trent, Bharat Rasayan and Endurance Technologies. Non-index names reporting earnings today include Berger Paints, Dilip Buildcon, Glenmark, Indian Bank, MRF, Sun TV, Voltas and United Breweries. Away from earnings, air passenger traffic rose 6% in July as compared to the month of June. Passenger load factor, however, remained weak. Indigo's market share was at an all-time high of 60.4% in the month of July. The stock has been buzzing in the last two sessions as well, gaining over 24% in the period. As of closing on Thursday, the Nifty and Sensex are up 7 tenths of a percent for the week. Domestic investors remain net sellers for the ninth straight day and have sold shares worth over 5,700 crore rupees this month. 
early ticks on the SGX Nifty are indicating a decline of close to 40 points. You can get details on all of these stocks in our All You Need to Know copy on BloombergQuint.com. And with that, I wish you a happy Friday, a happier weekend ahead, and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.